Salam Salam from BA. This is a Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 16th of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. For the first update of the week, we are starting right where we left off regarding the standoff between the Ethiopian Orthodox Tewahedo Church and the government. We told you that the security task force had prohibited the grand rally that the church called. Well, around about the same time, it was confirmed that the government had shut down social media platforms on both internet service providing networks, Ethiopia Telecom and Safaricom. Platforms like TikTok, Telegram and Facebook were shut down as the executive wanted to limit the flow of information. On Thursday the 9th, the next day after the task force's statement, the church released a statement asserting that the task force's decision was unacceptable. The statement added that the government's decision is tantamount to waging war against the church and urged the executive to end its illegal activities and its collaboration with the excommunicated former members of the church. The church also warned the government to immediately leave and remove the illegal members from the churches and the seats of bishops, apologize publicly, compensate for damages, among others. The church warned that if the government refuses to accept these requests within the next two days, the demonstration will be held regardless of the task force's decision. The next day, on Friday the 10th, several regional governments issued a statement saying that unlicensed rallies that create security risks are not allowed. Tensions didn't subside until a breakthrough was made when the government submitted and accepted the claims of the church. On Friday afternoon, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed told the church that he was willing to discuss. The church's delegate, including the patriarch, His Holiness Father Matthias, went to the National Palace that same day. A few hours later, the church and its legal team held a press release announcing that the government had accepted the church's claims. The legal team said that the Federal High Court had decided to grant the injunction against the excommunicated former members of the church. This means that they can't enter any Orthodox church in the whole country. On Saturday the 11th, the church held another press conference revealing that the rally had been postponed until further notice and that the government had reached an agreement to release unlawfully detained members of the church and to hold law enforcement officers who had abused the rights of Christians criminally liable. The whole controversy was finally resolved on Wednesday the 15th when the dissenting bishops went to the Patriarch's residence in Addis and submitted an apology letter. The Holy Synod also reached an agreement to resolve the issue. Recall that the pretext the dissenting bishops used to effect the breakaway was that there isn't enough church service in the Oromo language and that the Synod is controlled by members from other ethnic groups. Now, the Church has agreed to increase budget and manpower so that preaching and liturgy is carried out in the Oromo language in the Oromia region. The Church also agreed to open more colleges and training centres to train 
church members in the region in the Oromo language. The three excommunicated bishops who initiated the breakaway will return to their former position as heads of the dioceses. The patriarch said that he was very happy because the issue was resolved internally in accordance with the church's canon law. His Holiness added that Prime Minister Abi had helped a lot to resolve the breakaway and thanked him for his troubles. Ethiopian Human Rights Commission, or EHRC, said on Friday the 10th that it has confirmed that at least eight civilians had been killed by law enforcement officers. The commission said that it is working on confirming reports that there were more casualties. It also confirmed that claims of unlawful detention were founded. The EHRC reiterated that the illegal acts of these officers violated the human rights of the victims and urged the government to take legal action against such officers and compensate victims. But it doesn't seem like officers are complying as two journalists were arrested in relation to the illegal breakaway of the church. Both journalists work for the church's television service and they were arrested after the government's submission on Monday the 13th and Tuesday the 14th. Although the attack against the church and the subsequent submission of the government completely dominated headlines, there was more news elsewhere. You'll recall that the National University entrance exam results were released recently, leaving many in shock at how such a small number of students managed to score more than 50%. The results showed that there was a lot wrong with the educational system. On Monday the 13th, the ministry released to which universities' examinees had been placed. Students who passed the exam were placed in 15 universities. The number of students that passed was so small that out of the 42 universities in the country, they could only fill 15. To deal with the situation, the Ministry of Education introduced a remedial program where 100,000 examinees who had failed to score half but were closer than the rest to that mark would enter universities and retake subjects they failed at in the exam. Students on the remedial program will then be evaluated based on their performance to decide if they are going to stay at the universities or leave. Examinees that will be allowed to take advantage of the remedial program are required to have a score of around 30% or more. Next up, the 36th Ordinary Session of the African Union is going to be held in Addis at the organization's headquarters this weekend. Numerous heads of African states are arriving in Addis to partake in this assembly. Presidents of Comoros, Tanzania, Sierra Leone, Burundi, Guinea-Bissau and more have arrived and the rest are expected to arrive before the weekend. The African Union said that the leaders, quote, will sit to consider and make far-reaching decisions on various political and socio-economic areas to promote and advance the welfare and quality of life for the African citizenry, unquote. On Wednesday the 15th, news outlet Ethiopian Insider reported that during a demonstration held in the southern region's Wolkite city, protesting the shortage of drinking water, law enforcement officers tragically killed two civilians and wounded seven.
The city's police confirmed the report and the numbers. Reports have come out subsequently, claiming that there are more casualties. In a certain sub-city, residents said that it's been three months since they had access to water and they had been surviving by transporting water to their homes from as far as 14 kilometers. When their resentment reached fever pitch, residents took to the streets to protest. Protesters went to the Grage Zone Administration Building, the Mayor's Office and the Water Services Office. Officials deployed the region's special forces to suppress the rally, and these forces shot tear gas, and the protesters began to throw rocks at the deployed officers. Witnesses said it was because of this that the officers opened fire. In other news, the government revealed on Friday the 10th that it is relisting Ethio Telecom for a public auction to transfer the company to the private sector. The Ministry of Finance said that this auction is for the sale of 45% of the company, preferably to foreign investors. On that note about government enterprises, Ethiopian Airlines has revealed new cargo destinations. The airline's cargo planes will now fly to and from Xiamen and Shenzhen, China. The company already had six cargo destinations in China before the latest additions. The CEO said that the company is the largest cargo network operator in Africa and will continue to expand operations. And that's it for this week. Remember, we have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to our Substack. Ciao!